OmegaMetroid.com is here. We're so proud to finally share our website with you, giving Metroid fans a dedicated one-stop shop for the latest news, fan creations, walkthroughs, maps, and of course, the latest episodes of the Omega Metroid Podcast. That's not all. If you'd rather listen on YouTube, you can check out episodes there. And if you really want to take your Omega Metroid experience to the next level, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to special Discord roles, a platform on the website to promote your projects, exclusive bonus shows, and so much more. Memberships start as low as $1 a month. OmegaMetroid.com is the source of all this great content. So whether you're a new Metroid fan or a series veteran, OmegaMetroid.com is the place for you. Check out OmegaMetroid.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Omega Metroid Podcast. I am not your host, Andy Spatiri. I am your other host, Dak, here because Andy is out. He is feeling a bit under the weather. So instead, we are here on a Monday night. Technically, as the recording for me, it's Tuesday morning. So we're here to talk some Metroid late night games. And uh, I'm here joined once again by my man, Duminal who has joined me very graciously on this Monday night to talk about some uh, some Metroid boss characters here. We've got the boss rush update. We've got a, some questions to answer from Twitter and Discord. So it should be a good night. And Doom, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Yeah, no problem. I actually didn't think I was going to make it to this episode because usually uh, we record on Sundays and I was working pretty much all day on Sunday. But turns out we're recording on Monday and there was a just a good enough opening uh, for us to make a workout so uh happy to be here how was your weekend Dak? it was good uh yeah i was actually supposed to go to dc uh to see some friends but it ended up working out so we had planned to do the show on monday as a result and then later in the day on sunday after you know i was like all right i'm not going to dc i was i hit up andy i'm like so what are we doing this he's like we're doing it tomorrow <laughs> i'm like oh yeah <laughs> i forgot that we planned to, to do it on monday so um, but I ended up working out because I ended up going to see a friend for their birthday on Sunday. And then I just came back from seeing another friend for their birthday. We got Korean barbecue and that was really good. So I am I'm stuffed. I am full. We had a ton of food and I got here just in time, literally walked in the door like, I don't know, five, ten minutes before we, <laughs> we got into the call. So, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty solid weekend and night so far. Yeah, for me, I was, uh, like I mentioned, I was pretty much working the whole weekend, but before that, uh, Thursday, I saw Sonic 2, the movie, and I gotta oh. say, it was really good. It wasn't just good for a video game movie, not just good for a Sonic movie, it was just a genuinely fun time all around, and regardless whether or not you consider yourself like a hardcore Sonic fan or not, um, I definitely recommend going to see this. It's just an absolutely good time all around, um, and just... Definitely a nice, charming film that feels right at home in this April slot. So, yeah, definitely has two thumbs up for me, for sure. Did you see the first Sonic movie, and how does it compare it to this new one? I enjoyed the first Sonic movie as well. I definitely think the second one is superior in just about every way. Oh, okay. Not a flawless movie by any chance. I do have some criticisms, which you can read about on Twitter. But, yeah, overall, um, I would give it... I, I think if, if we're just... Uh, Winging it, I'd say probably an eight out of ten, which I think is a, I think is pretty good for a video game movie of all properties, you know. Yeah, the bar's uh, not particularly high in that genre, so it's nice to see that we're getting a bunch of new, good uh, movies and TV shows here and there. Uh, I don't know if you have you been watching the Halo TV show. No, I've seen all the I've seen all the memes on Twitter. I've seen the uh, Naked Master Chief and you know all of that. Yeah, going what is on. up with that? <laughs> I didn't need to see that, man. There's a lot. There's like uh, there's already been two episodes in a row where someone shows up naked. I'm like, what is what is what is happening? Like, why is this happening in a Halo show? This feels so weird. 
Yeah, I don't know. I um, I don't have Paramount Plus yet. I was basically what oh, I was okay. gonna do is I was gonna wait for the full series to drop and then renew my Game Pass because I believe Game Pass you get a free month of Par- Paramount Plus now, and so I was gonna wait for that whole series to finish up and then get, renew my Game Pass and then just do binge the whole thing in one sitting. But uh, yeah, otherwise I just have a bunch of out of context uh, memes and scenes from Twitter. Yeah, it's uh. I think there's three episodes now that are out, and I've only seen the first two, but I have also seen the memes and the um, pictures that have been posted from episode three, which, wild, wild stuff out there. Yeah, um, we can't even see Master yeah. Chief's face in the games, and in the show, we're already getting way more than I think anyone, uh. any one of us bargained for. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I was like, okay, he's going to take his helmet off. I didn't realize this guy was going to be having his helmet off all the time, and... Like, just going nude <laughs> like, <laughs> a, a, for a solid, like, amount of time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of finishing that. I've actually just restarted uh, watching Game of Thrones, which has been very enjoyable. I just finished the first season. So that's that's balancing things out. Yeah, well, uh, make sure you uh, pause before uh, the final season, at least from what I've heard. I've never watched Game of Thrones before, but I uh, I know that final season is, isn't exactly the most popular. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the show has a solid, really good, if not near perfect, first four seasons. After that, it's a uh, it's a bit of a roller coaster, I think, in quality. So, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Now that we've chit chatted about what's going on, we're gonna talk a little bit about some Metroid current events or current event or recent update, if you will, to Metroid Dread, and then uh, we're gonna keep things boss themed because. That update refers to the addition of the boss rush mode to Metroid Dread. And then we were going to do a little bit of a discussion on some other bosses that, not Ridley, but other bosses we thought maybe could have been cool to see in Dread and maybe how they could have been implemented into the game, whether they were from a a previous 2D game or a 3D Metroid, just to see uh, how we're feeling about that. If there are any other bosses that we would have liked to have seen show up, whether it makes sense or not, and maybe how they could have operated. And then finally, we asked for some Metroid boss-themed questions to do a really short uh, Q&A at the end of the episode. We only got a few questions because we only asked earlier today. So uh, we we could take what we can get. And yes, that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep it boss-themed here because I think that's pretty apt considering Metroid Dread is... Some of the best bosses, I think, in the entire Metroid series. So I'm really excited that there's a mode where you can literally just play the against the bosses. So let's dive into that real quick here, Doom. Um, have you tried out the boss rush mode? How do you feel about it? Are you excited about it? You know, where are we sitting here in boss rush mode uh, land for you? I have not had a chance to try out boss rush mode yet. I haven't even had a chance to try out dread mode yet, which is super unfortunate. I'm gonna oh, wait wow. for the okay. gonna wait for the semester to finish up before I start tackling uh, those things. But yeah, I'm really excited. A boss rush update was like one of my most wanted features of Metroid Dread before it even came out. And yeah, if you uh, saw me during the direct stream, I absolutely popped off uh, when uh, those two words popped up on screen. I was like, no way. But yeah, so really happy. I understand that it's not for everyone because at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's not brand new content or even something small like skins, you know, because at least that's new. Boss Rush, it's still technically reused content or reshuffled content. So I understand why it's not everyone's cup of tea. But yeah, for me personally, I'm super hyped to try this out. And the fact that we got three Boss Rush modes too, because I only thought we were going to get one. But the, that Mercury Steam was so generous enough to include three was just a really nice surprise because you got the regular boss rush mode. You got uh, the dread mode boss rush because, of course, there's a dread mm-hmm. mode version. That's going to be. Not for me. <laughs> that's going to be absolutely brutal. Uh, and then you have the survival rush, which is actually my favorite, uh, the, or at least the most intriguing for me out of the three, which is basically just, hey, um, uh, stop when you drop. Basically, you get after you cycle through all the bosses, start over again, and then once you die, that's it. And so I think, just to kind of, um, it, it kind of, it kind of gives me like a, an old school Call of Duty zombies feel, where it's just like there's no end in sight. You just go to the highest round you can possibly go. Once you drop, you're done, and that's the end of the game. So I, I love those kind of modes, and so having something like that in Metroid in the form of a boss rush, I think is super awesome. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's so cool that they didn't just add a regular boss mode, boss rush mode, but they added the other modes that go with it. Like we don't have to wait even longer for the dread version of it, like the dread mode version of it. And then survival is even something I don't think a lot of people would even thought of. Like just to have the boss rush mode at all is great, but to have the survival version is pretty sick too. And it, and it's cool that you know as much as I'd actually say like this game made me want to play Metroid Dread like overall like in its entirety again more because i've been like all right it's cool i can just step in and get into these battles real quick and you know play them on repeat and then of course if it's something that you want to practice in the game because the bosses i think in dread are some of the hardest and, and i'm sure a lot of people would agree in the entire series it's nice that you can jump right in and practice against them and get a lot of reps on these bosses and really learn their patterns and and get you know kind of uh cut right through and cut to the chase and fight these bosses, which is awesome because I I love boss battles and Dread is some of the best in the series, in my opinion. You know, you actually brought up a very important word that I actually forgot to bring up uh, when discussing the three modes, and that is practice. Because one of the other cool features in the boss rush update is a practice mode, and you'd think, well, wait a mm. minute, isn't the boss rush already a practice? And you're you're right. But the practice mode allows you to select any of the individual bosses and just and just go right from there and just and you can so that way you can grind a boss over and over again if you want to like yep. really get adjusted to those attack patterns and those weak spot openings and stuff like that. And even something super small like that is just is just going to be great for I think both casual and hardcore fans alike. And that's something that I personally need because I you know I went back and tried out this boss rush mode and. This was a few days ago, and I'm like, okay, like, I've played Dread, you know, decent amount, but I haven't been playing it consistently since it came out. You know, like, I played it, and then I've gone back to it a few times, but I haven't been, like, speedrunning it or running it a ton. So, I go into this, I'm like, alright, like, how how bad could this be? I've already done this a few times, like, I'm good. And my run <laughs> was going pretty decently, like, Corpius, okay, Kraid was pretty fine. Then you have, like, the central units, like, Dragiga's not terrible, um you know, the robot chose of soldier, even then, like I was making pretty solid time. And then you get to the, the one, two punch of Eskew and the experiment boss. And <laughs> someone who has not played against those bosses a lot of times, they just bodied me for a long time and took out a lot of <laughs> a huge chunk of my time in there. So, um, that I'm definitely going to need the practice. And it was cool to go back to these bosses. I know you haven't played the boss rush mode yet, but um, I'm I'm looking forward to your overall thoughts on that because I think it's really cool to revisit these bosses more often and you know get a chance to fight against them without having to like play a full game file. Uh, it's actually funny because even um, I've been looking on Twitter like because you know obviously like you know I mean anytime a new update for this game comes out you know the Metroid community has all sorts of really cool and funny clips going on and it was actually funny seeing some of the speedrunners struggle with um, some of the bosses because they're used to having equipment that you're not supposed to have at that time. Like, you mentioned mm. Eskew, for example, and a lot of the speedrunners like to go in with the screw attack so that they can just instantly just um, take take that thing out in like 10 seconds, whereas you don't get that in the boss rush mode. And so a lot of them that weren't used to that were posting clips of them just, you know, just getting absolutely wrecked and funny stuff like that. And so, yeah. Um any anytime a new update comes out for Metroid Dread, it makes me super happy. It's more discussion about the game, and it's just something to bring the community together once again. Absolutely, I was, yeah. A lot of people were talking about SQ like kind of being hard to deal with. I think it was cool to get a new perspective on some of these bosses, though, because I remember like enjoying, you know, Robot Chosen Soldier and the Twin Robot Soldiers like a lot. But at the same time, when I went back to these and played them a bunch, like you eventually you just like take them out so quickly. I mean, obviously you can take out all these bosses really quickly, but I think others are a bit more spammable, spammable than others. And, uh, some of them, I think you don't have to be like too crazy skilled to complete them really quickly. Like the central units, for example, which I was really surprised those were added by the way. Like I know it, you know, you get, it gets you up to 12 bosses, which looks better, but like you get to the central units and I think every single time I fought them, like you just, you can take them out like five seconds. Like it's so easy. You barely have to move. Um, I was really uh, kind of disappointed, actually, that at least not, like, one Emmy was added. Like, you don't need all of them, but, like, give me one Emmy fight. I'm surprised for a game that's so focused on the Emmys and that's such a big hook of the game. And they are, I mean, I, I guess they're not technically bosses if not in this mode, but I thought they were boss characters. I mean, they're boss characters, but I understand why they're not in this mode, because especially, like, I don't know, because at the end of the day, it's basically just... 
it's basically just standing still and holding holding a trigger. It's not like it's not like the other bosses where even you know even the central units at least like it's forcing you to like jump around and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Well, that means definitely make you jump around and run around the room. Well, I mean, I mean before you get, I mean before you get like the um, the omega cannon upgrade and stuff like that. Because after that, it's basically finding a corner of the room, planting yourself there, and then just spraying. Yeah, I don't know. I just it feels weird that like even if that's the case, which I don't know. I think the Emmys like you either take away that ability or have it like just make it so that way you have an engaging Emmy fight where you're running around and whatnot. Because that definitely happened to me in the game. Like I didn't just hunker down. But then like if that's the case, then like why are the central units in this? Because you do the same thing. <laughs> like, maybe just, maybe if they did it with like <laughs> maybe if they did it with like the wave beam Emmy specifically because that one actually the the way the way that room forces you to move move in like a maze-like sequence until you reach the end i maybe maybe that would be more appropriate but i'm not sure if the other yeah. emmy fights i think would fit that mode and i definitely think either that or one of the um standard chozo soldiers i think would have made sense because i don't know two yeah i agree with you that two central units fights just doesn't make any sense at all yeah so i was i was hoping for at least one emmy and i was surprised that you get two central unit fights so i'm like okay i get it like this isn't necessary but overall a really good addition to the game like you said it's great to see any kind of update especially a free one for metroid dread and i definitely think that it brought some people back to playing the game people who have been playing the game it was a welcome addition to you know change up uh you know what they've been playing for a while and now i'm like well i have more of a reason to go back and and play the game now in my opinion so I don't want to slog through areas without, in water without the gravity suit. Though I will say, getting into the Droid Giga fight, I'm like, oh my god, I don't miss this. <laughs> yeah, miss you're this uh, not not the biggest fan of water levels, uh, as far as I can remember. It's just too sluggish for me. When you have like other fights that feel a lot more varied, um, I actually also had a new appreciation for Crate as well because I remember saying that Crate was even kind of a safe boss, and they didn't do too much with Kraid, and I didn't find it to be, like, a particularly, like, challenging boss fight, which I still don't, but I had more of an appreciation of, like, how the boss fight goes down, and, and Kraid's animations, too, are really well done in this game. Like, one of my favorite things is how, like, you go up to the top of the, you know, the grapple, like, hold area, and Kraid just, like, winds up and punches the wall, <laughs> like, and just... Um, absolutely just crushes you if you don't get out of the way in time yeah that Stuff one like that I don't, yeah that one always messes me up because there's the backhand one which is that's the one you have to counter but then there's another one there's another cue that he does where he just straight up punches you but that you can't counter and that always uh messes me up so that'll be a fun to practice in boss rush for sure the one the one that i know i'm going to be grinding for sure and uh anyone that was a part of the trevor project stream stream during the dread segment will know is uh the golzuna fight which uh i uh definitely have to uh Definitely have to uh, earn back, um, earn back my. Uh, uh, I don't know what what's the what's the word. Earn back my self dignity for that fight. Yeah, your my honor, honor my self dignity. dignity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that all right. That boss I think it sometimes is kind of easy, but other times that boss cheats, man. Like there's like one like multi bomb like setup it puts out where it's just like the smallest squares, and I'm, I, I get hit by it every time. I'm like this is. I don't understand how I'm supposed to avoid this. I go into a morph ball on the ground and I still get hit. I try to jump in the air. I'm too big. Um, I'm sure you know, it's the one that looks like a big grid. Like that one just bodies me every time. I feel like another part of it with that boss specifically, it's just a huge mental game because I always feel like it should be dying quicker than it actually does. Like like Ravenbeak, for example, is like the tankiest boss in the game, obviously, three phases and whatnot. But like I know that going in and so it doesn't feel that big of a deal. But there's something about Golzuna where I just I feel like I should be killing it faster, and then when it doesn't die, it just makes me mad. <laughs> I feel the same way about the experiment boss. There was it took me a little while on that one because I was just getting hit by the latter parts of the the pattern. But like there were sometimes I'm like, oh my god, how's the thing not dead? Because you're using like the seeker missiles and you're just getting like a full. By the way, the seeker missiles came to a huge appreciation for those. Like I'm sure I use those a lot in the, my earlier plays, but like. This time, once you like, you figure out a way to use those, and it helps so much <laughs> having those available to you. And I remember, like, even the experiment fight, like, just like some of my attempts just took, feel like they took forever. I'm like, oh, I wish there was a health bar so I could at least feel like I'm making progress. Like, I know it's against like Metroid rules, I guess, for 2D Metroids at least, but like, 
I was there's some fights where I'm like, oh, I just wish I was I knew where I was. Like if I'm nearly there, just motivate me more to get through this quicker. Yeah, it's all it's all in the mental game. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's definitely an update that we are happy to have i'm gonna be going back to that pretty soon i'm figuring that you're gonna be checking out the boss rush mode as soon as you can and yeah i also gotta give dread mode a try which i <laughs> i pray for me on that one because i don't know how well that's gonna go i'll probably um, watch i'll probably watch a, like a walkthrough of someone else doing dread mode first just so that i can like get like some of like the techniques that you need for like some of the bosses in advance because there's a few of them one that i'm thinking of right now and i'm like oh man how do you even how do you even dodge that attack? So I'll definitely be like doing some research and studying beforehand, but I definitely want to stream dread mode because that's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Mm -hmm. And on that note, we've had, you know, dread mode added. We had boss rush mode added. We've had, you know, a patch or two. Do you think dread's going to be like, let's, let's go beyond like what we think dread is going to, to get like, if it gets a randomizer or gets this or gets that, whatever, which would be still cool. But do you think like we're going to get any more updates for Dread at all? Do you think this is it? Uh, I actually do think we're going to get more Dread updates. And I think I'll elaborate more once we do our inevitable... Well, I guess we can't really call it an E3 episode since it's canceled. But like our June Nintendo Direct predictions when that inevitably comes around. Because that will definitely be a portion of those predictions. But uh, yeah, to, uh, to start teasing a little bit. Yeah, I, I do think that it's not over for Dread. I do think there's some more things cooking up in the pipeline. Maybe not something that's, like, above the scale of, like, a Dread Mode or a Boss Rush Mode, but I think at least something that's on par of that level. I think I think there's more of that where that's coming from. You don't think there's a chance that it could just... Because I, I agree with you, but also Devil's Advocate. Do you think maybe we just get just regular patches and no additional content updates? Or you think it's going to just be, you know, straight up, like, we're going to get content, it's going to be free... Uh, do you think it's more likely that oh, maybe they just update the game patch wise if there's another bug or two and then they're kind of done? I mean, that could also be a reality as well. It might have just been that Dread was never intended to get DLC. They saw the sales and they're like, oh, let's try to um, revitalize it a little bit, get people talking about it a little more just to squeeze some extra numbers out there, get the conversation going. And so maybe they just did a quick, you know, two patch update that, you know, Gave just a tad bit more replayability to the game for the people that were interested, and maybe they just plan to stop there. Maybe they do have further plans. I don't know, but I'm I'm feeling a bit optimistic. I I still think that there's going to be at least one, if not more, of you know, kind of dread mode boss rush style updates. I hope so, because I I believe I saw at least a couple people say they were thinking like, oh, I wonder if this was stuff that was intended to be in dread all along. And maybe it was already in the works, but just to get the game out for like it's, you know, holiday release date or like just before the holidays release date last year that they like, all right, let's not keep working on the boss rush mode. Um, let's, you know, hold back on these other modes as well, just so we can get the game out in time. I have seen that set a couple, you know, places here and there. I don't know how popular of a theory it is overall. Certainly don't rule it out, but I, I feel like the game felt pretty... I mean, not content complete in the sense that, like, obviously there was stuff that was cut, but it felt like a full game. Yeah, I agree there. That, like, that, you know, they were, like, okay, like, we, we weren't able to get boss rush mode together. I do feel like, okay, this game, you know, a lot of people liked it. They want a little more replayability option. They went back and added this. But uh, who knows? It was it, it was a pretty, I mean, I guess it's not the most complex mode, but it was a decent turnaround as well. The game's been around for just under six months, so... It's not, that's not terrible, timing-wise. I mean, they're doing a better job of putting the content in the game than Halo Infinite. Uh, we're, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. Nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I figure you're going to go somewhere that direction. Um, so, we know what bosses are in Metroid Dread because we can play boss rush mode and easily find out really quickly. You can even, like you said, pick the the specific boss like bosses you want to fight individually so you don't have to fight them in the entire pattern one after another but there are obviously a lot of bosses that didn't make it into metroid dread for one reason or another even though it is really cool that Kraid. i, I like even though i'm a big ridley fan and we're not going to go into ridley on this one because i think we've discussed how we want ridley in the game and also i think that's kind of the obvious i don't know Dak, can like, you can you survive not talking about ridley for a whole episode i don't know <laughs> I feel like I get I get away with that a lot of the time these days. As much as I would have liked to have seen him come back in some form, give me Ridley Robot 2 or something, or 
a clone of the Metroid Fusion clone of the original, really? I don't know. But, but, I like that they went with Kraid. I know Andy's happy about that, too. But I think that was a nice little change-up. You know, Ridley's had his surprise, you know, comeback time multiple times. But even so, even in Samus Returns, he really surprised and came back. So I think Kraid was also a, a, a solid choice in terms of not just going into Ridley and overall a very rem- uh, memorable surprise. I mean, no one was mad about Kraid returning, so I think that alone just shows that it was a good inclusion. People were mad that they used it in marketing, though. They were like, oh, I wish I had seen this in-game. But at the I same was time, one, I was one of those you're selling the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think both sides there are justified. Like, you know, you don't want to be like, what, that would have been a sick surprise to come across out of nowhere. But at the same time, maybe it did kind of bring some people in and be like, wow, check out, check this out, Kraid's back. Or wow, look at this crazy, huge, ugly, green lizard. I'm buying the game. I don't know. Maybe it would have been more valuable if it was a surprise and then people found out and then they, you know, put out a trailer and marketing about it. I don't know. I don't know if that was the right decision. Yeah, I definitely uh, can't wait to face Kraid. I hope... Um... Man, I hope the poor boy doesn't uh, have, like, a secret uh, exploit that allows you to, like, instantly one-shot him or anything like that. That would be, oh, that would just be super unfortunate for that poor lad, right? It would be unfortunate. I've seen some people blaze through all the bosses in this game at some crazy times, so I'm not surprised that Kratos something like that in this game or anybody else for that matter. Um, But anyway, Kray did come back, like I was saying. A ton of other bosses, obviously, did not come back. So we were thinking, what bosses would have been cool to have back in Dread, show up again in a 2D Metroid with this engine, with the different abilities and whatnot. What would have been cool to, you know, which bosses would have been cool to see again, um, whether they've been a reoccurring or otherwise. And then, I don't know, maybe how they possibly would have been implemented. And then, of course, we still have our Q&A afterward as well, boss-themed. So, uh, do I'm going to put you in the hot seat first. Uh, Metroid Dread boss, let's say it was up to you. You had a choice, you donated the most amount of money to the Kickstarter, and your winning reward tier was, you got to pick a boss that goes into Metroid Dread. What, what would you have picked? What would you have done? Who would you have picked? Right out of the gate, top of your list. Uh, Danny DeVito. No, um, I would pick, um, honestly, honestly, and, uh, this is gonna sound weird because it's a fairly recent boss, but uh, Diggernaut is one of my favorite bosses of all time from Samus Returns. And, you know, it's funny because Samus Returns doesn't have a lot of boss battles outside of, like, the Metroids. But, you know, the few original bosses it does have, like Ridley and Diggernaut, I mean, that game just absolutely ne- knocks it out of the park. The Ridley fight, as I've talked about, is my favorite Ridley fight in the whole series, even though I don't like that it's in that game, but that's a discussion for another time. But Diggernaut is, like, in my top three bosses, period. It's, like, Quadraxis, and then um, the AM2R Queen, and then Diggernaut and Ravenbeak are, like, constantly switching between third and fourth place. It, it, you know, it depends on my mood, depends on the time of day. But, yeah, I absolutely love Diggernaut, and it kind of... um, As much as I love the bosses of Metroid Dread, a lot of them are very combat-focused. Which, again, I love because Metroid isn't really known for that at least in kind of a a dynamic combat sense like this game has with all its movement options but i do miss some of those more puzzle oriented bosses that you take out in like multiple phases like obviously quadraxis for instance is like a three-phase boss fight where you're not you know you're specifically damaging various weak points to slowly take it apart and diggernaut kind of reminds me of the 2d version of that to an extent but it's not just a carbon copy of quadraxis it's its own original thing and first of all, seeing uh, my beautiful boy in HD alone would be awesome. But also seeing like with all the new mechanics that Dread offers, like how Samus could take down maybe like a super digger knot, like in like a, a mocking digger knot or something like that. Since the original digger knot was um, done by the Thoha tribe, who weren't like warrior and militarized, it would be really interesting to see what like an actual military and not a mining variant of that thing would look like. So I don't know. I think that would be really sick personally. That's actually a really good point. That would be really cool to see like an upgraded version and have it be more geared to actually fighting something. Yeah, 100%. Diggernaut was on my list as well. Not the top of my list, but certainly on it. I think at this point, like you really can't deny that Diggernaut is one of the top Metroid bosses, period. Um, from what I remember from the Diggernaut boss fight, it's like there's a little bit of a chase sequence 
and then you have like a, a kind of more standard Metroid boss fight after that. And I really think it'd been awesome if like you kind of make the chase sequence and extend that and make it kind of the entire boss fight itself and have a bit like more dynamic patterns to fight against and, and kind of change it up. Like I really like, that's again why I wanted the Emmy is to be in this, at least like one of those fights. You could have had it where you have somewhat of a dynamic environment and like you're forced to move around. It's not just a standard, you know, big rectangle Metroid room. So that's what I would have liked from, from Dugger, Diggernaut, and I absolutely like that you also said Diggernaut because 100% would have picked Diggernaut. The top of my list, actually, was Ceres from Metroid Fusion. It's a good pick. One of my one of my favorite boss fights in Metroid. One of my favorite boss themes in Metroid. Lord and knows Dread needs some more uh, good themes, right? <laughs> that's the thing. I That actually kind of like dialed into... And informed my boss picks, I think, to a degree, because at least that would have meant that for them, like, like again, you know, as much as I want to avoid talking about Ridley, like, I think we posted about someone's really awesome, like, Metroid Dread Ridley remix on the site recently, and that sounded really cool, but, like, you bring back a boss that you know has a good theme, and that's guaranteed good music into Metroid Dread, so well, be... <laughs> that factored into my answers. Well, to play devil's advocate for a moment, a returning boss doesn't necessarily mean that their theme would be included, because even Kraid, uh, they gave um, Kraid a brand new original theme, despite the, fact, despite the fact that he has an actual theme, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's, been, that's been used in two uh, prior games, so, I mean, obviously I would hope that's that... Fair. I would I would hope that they use the OG Ceres theme because it's an absolute banger. Uh, Cinemax has an awesome Metroid Prime version of that theme, by the way, where he uses Kenji Yamamoto's uh, Prime One synths and patches to recreate that theme. It's so good. Um, something like that would be really cool, but yeah, you never know if that what the reality would be in that case. You you just brought me crashing down, man, because I didn't even think about that. And speaking of which, that's actually. We talked about Crate earlier and I how much I appreciated the boss fight a little bit more, but I also at the same time, yeah, no Crate theme and also Crate's like sound effects. Like Crate should sound like this huge roaring monster and it has this like shrill, small, like alien creature noise when it like screeches. Like, I don't know what was up with that. I think Andy mentioned that as well when we first talked about Metroid Dread. That stood out to him pretty incredibly. I'm indifferent on it. I'm I'm fine with Kraid's sound effects. Though I I definitely understand like why some people are turned off about it because it's significantly higher register than some of his than um some of yeah. his older sounds. I think I think Zero Mission might be my favorite of the Kraid sound effects, but I don't like I don't like dislike uh, Dread's take on it either. It's yeah. I, I guess it's not one of the worst things about the boss fight, but at the same time, it, it just kind of because it. Creech, uh, Crate screeches at you at one of those like slower parts of the boss fight where he's like throwing his big nail clippings, and so like you can you don't need to focus too hard and you're just like <laughs> I remember it would like creep into my head. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy sounds like a alien cat or something. It stepped uh, its tail stepped on or something. Um, but yeah, Ceres would have picked this boss. Maybe not guaranteed to have awesome music, but I would hope guarantees a really good boss. And what I thought would have been really cool, because again, I really like sequences in this game where you're forced to move around a lot, like, and and move around a dynamic environment. So, one of my favorite parts of the game is like early when like you're in the, is it either Ferraria or like before it frees over Artaria, where like one you're running around an area and it just like collapsing. Oh and, yeah, in our in our Atario before you get the various yeah. suit, yeah. Yes, like that sequence, like if you, I wish they had, like they teased us with just one of those sequences. I wish we had one more of those, but it had a boss fight included. And I think that would be really sick for like a Diggernaut or, you know, something maybe potentially like a Ceres where uh, you're moving up a room that's like filling with water and like platforms in different areas are, are moving down as the water rises up and you rise up with the water and like the area in which you can stand on constantly changing while Ceres is swimming back and forth and jumping through the air with these different patterns like uh, as opposed to what they, they did in Fusion. It would have been sick. I think Ceres would have been awesome and you could have like a moving like maybe like a scrolling stage you fight this character on which would have been really sick and forced you to kind of stay on your toes. All right, I'm going to pitch something to you. Tell me if you're into this idea or not. So I remember one of your criticisms with Dread being, like, some of the item placements, which which I agree to, to an extent, um, you know, particularly with some of the uh, missiles coming back-to-back -back or, like, the um, 
the uh, what you might call it, the double jump and the space jump being like almost right next to each mm-hmm. other in the placement if you're doing the standard route. But um, but I know obviously you're not a fan of like how much the game forces you into the water before you get the gravity suit, and then by the time you do get the gravity suit, you're like well into the last third of the game. But how about this? Yep. So after you get the gravity suit you do a Ceres boss battle and it teases it and it set it sets up just uh, the same way that you have before where uh, it's like a, it's a dynamic fight where the area is collapsing around you um, the platforms are constantly changing because of the destruction and you're actually fighting Ceres underwater this time in the gravity suit and actually being able to utilize all of these movement abilities like the flash shift and the speed booster to counter uh, Ceres's top speed which would otherwise be too much for a standard Samus what do you think about that that would be really cool, yeah. That would so you're you're not just like okay, I'm avoiding um, this boss that's mostly below me a lot of the time, kind of like the Majora's Mask Water Temple boss. Um, yeah, you'd be able to like dynamically fight Saris underwater. That'd be really sick. If anything, maybe put that earlier in the game and get the gravity suit from Saris like mid boss fight or something. So like the first half, you're at the stay over water, then you get the upgrade, and then you can go down there, and you're like, all right, like <laughs> time to bring the fight to you. That'd be sick. Or maybe it could be like a maybe it could be like a box from Fusion where it's like you fight him the first time, but then he uh, dips, and then you actually have to kill him uh, when you take him on the second time, and you're much more fully upgraded. Speaking of which, um, bo- the box drone would have been really like a really awesome addition to have back, especially because not only would you, I mean, I think it, I could think I could see it happening. Maybe the Chozo having their own version of it, or I don't know, maybe the feds they sent down some emmys and then also a couple box robots <laughs> yeah i feel um, like i feel like yeah that makes sense for sure screw it who cares but i would love to have the box robot from prime 2d yes. something like that oh my god i was that waiting for you one. i was waiting for you to bring uh prime 2d up because i know how much you love that boss fight <laughs> i that is one of the best boss fights the security box robot fight from prime 2d is one of the best metroid boss fights of all time if it was in a i think it might even be the best boss fight it is so good and i still remember like the only thing I think that came close enough to me in Metroid Dread is where you're fighting Eskew or well, I think it's Eskew, whoever it is, and you get the Corex and that shows up. That I popped off so, so, so hard to see the Corex come back and be able to actually fight it. So, like, if I saw the security box robot come back in the same way it did in Prime 2D, like, oh my, or something similar, that would be epic. It's, it would be so sick. Holy crap. Oh yeah, there's so much that you can do with um, box as well, especially with like the the dash counter and stuff like that, like, and all the uh, all the dynamic uh, cinematic sequences uh, that you could do with the counter. Like, there's so much cool stuff that you can do with that fight for sure. I would absolutely, I would not be opposed to that fight in the slightest coming back. Yeah, there's a lot of awesome favorites of mine I would love to see come back, and another one for me, real quick, is Flagra from from Metroid Prime. Because when I was thinking about, you know, the, the Seeker missiles you get in Dread and how integral those are, like, you remember in the experiment fight where, like, I think halfway through the pattern and, like, through the fight, it, like, puts its legs on, like, the four, like, two, one on one side, one on the right side, yeah. and two on the ceiling, and you, like, can missile them all and you'll get a big, you know, health and, and missile drop from that. I saw that and I was like, that just, like, imagine you had the multi-missiles in Metroid Prime at the time where you're knocking back the reflector shields and Flogger hits them back out of position if you don't get to them in time, and then, you know, you roll up into the, the root areas and blow them up. I think that could have... If they were able to have that where, like, Flogger is in the background and has, like, you know... Because this game loves to have enemies that attack you with tentacles. I don't know what it is, but it would fit right in. As you have another character who maybe could attack you with the different roots, you're trying to keep the reflector shields in again. I think you could do a similar thing and transition over to 2D and... I think that would have made a really awesome boss. Like you could have maybe even like Flogger get like bigger, and you have to like climb up like the roots wrapping around like I don't know some big building or the 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 lava siphon or whatever it was. Something similar to the experiment boss. Like that could have been sick. And that's a boss that you know like Ceres. I want to have like a similar idea, but executed in a different way. And this one, I just be like, just give me the same boss almost, and let me like fight this character, just transition over to two D, and see how it works. 
another boss that I would really like to see, and this is gonna be this might sound like a this might sound like a weird one because it's like really that that's not a super memorable boss, but I think a cool like fun little Easter egg boss would have been to have uh, a Torizo fight uh, all the way back from Super Metroid, which again I mean it makes sense with the you know the game being Chozo themed and all that like why wouldn't there be like a Torizo like you know. Um, hiding beneath a Chozo statue. And it would totally be, like, a different type of fight than, like, you know, the Robo Chozo soldiers or the regular um, X-Corrupted soldiers because, like, it's more of, like, this slow, hulking me mecha coming towards you. Almost kind of like the um, the Emmys when they're all walking on the two legs in front of you to an extent, but, you know, with more, with more explosive uh, ranged attacks as well and trying to get to you. I think something like that would be really fun for Dread personally. I would be super down for that. Um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a nice cut there. I think the Terizos would have made sense too, but I because I remember there was only like one big room in Metroid that had a Chozo statue in it. Like you don't get really any Chozo statues at all, and then the Terizo would have been cool if you got like one the only other room you go into other than that one that's already in the game that you have the Metroid statue. You go into this one, you're like, oh, it's just another one of these rooms, and then the Terizo shows up. It'd have been a nice little throwback. So there's a there's a I, few uh, Chozo statues in the in the game, like not not as many as like in you know Super Metroid, for example. But I mean, there's like I want to say like four, maybe five Chozo statues. So I think having I think having one of those just out of nowhere turn into a Terizo would have been a super huge pop off moment. Hundred percent. And also another pop off moment. I think we have to mention Crocomire. Just, uh, Our boy, gone but not forgotten. Yeah, just real cool. Well, unfortunately, forgotten in dread. But I was thinking, like, what other creatures and whatnot that would you know the Chozo would they have captured as well, or maybe be experimenting on? Like, I could see Cyrus being something they were experimenting on, and maybe like Flagra something they were experimenting on. Diggernaut and like security box robot, you know, they just rebuilt or built another one, or they built one. Uh, well, not that rebuilt another one, but like you know. Fed, like dig or not or in one case the federation security box robot you know maybe they just came up with a chozo version but yeah i think there are a lot of different creatures that could have been captured or otherwise you know experimented on on that planet on zdr and so like oh that's how you explain it that's how this character showed up <laughs> why not yeah i mean at the end of the day like you know I feel like I feel like when it comes to Metroid, the uh, the fun trumps canon mentality definitely takes uh, precedent in in every single title. So I mean, if they want to put something in the game, they'll just do it and then find a reason later on to explain it or just ignore it entirely. And, and maybe they could have ignored the reason how maybe an Omega Metroid could show up because I would have loved an Omega Metroid to appear. I know it wouldn't have made any sense, but again. Who cares? As long as it's fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I I, I, actually... I think we're fine on Omega Metroids for now, especially yeah, after yeah. Samus Returns. <laughs> as biased That's as I am, fair. as biased as I am, I, I would have loved to have the podcast repped, but I don't know. <laughs> That's that's true. I wasn't even thinking about it in that way, but it would be good advertising for us. I just really like how the Omega Metroids have uh, been implemented in the 2D games, like in multiple cases. So I don't know. I think it would have been nice to have. Again, it wouldn't have made any sense, but uh, it would have been cool to come back. Um, another boss, by the way, that I think would maybe maybe not make more sense, but is more likely to be able to be explained, would be Fantoon showing up. Just like how Fantoon shows up randomly in Other M. Uh, so, I don't know. I could see somehow Fantoon showing up in Dread and doing a similar thing to Other M, transitioning that to 2D, because I think that, that boss fight... Could you know still kind of works in a two D like you know two D manner like you have uh, Fantoon in the background and doing all these different attacks it would have been cool to have it focus more on like dodging big blasts of fire and not like dodging big psychic hands or whatever those things were. So but... the thing, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, I just I I think Fantoon is uh, Fantoon's a really cool character. And Other M didn't ruin Fantoon, so maybe Dread could have had Fantoon also show up, and that would have been a fun boss fight that I think also, the reason why I bring up Fantoon is because I think that's a boss fight, especially the Other M version, and of course, you know, it's already been in 2D. Like, Fantoon's a boss that works, and you know works, and could translate to Dread, I think, and have a bunch of cool ways to utilize the uh, the abilities against him. 
Well, that's the thing. You mentioned, you know, Fantoon shows up in Other M and it didn't ruin him. And, you know, that's exactly it, you know. That's the one genuinely cool thing that Other M has that no other Metroid game has. And you put Fantoon in Dread and suddenly, like, that whole thing is gone. And now you're just left with, like, well... <laughs> And so, I'm, I'm, obviously, if Fantoon did show up, obviously, I'd pop off regardless, though. So, I can't can't deny it. Would love to see Fantoon, for sure. Uh, that would be a really interesting. I wonder, you know, I wonder if there's something that you could, um, I wonder if there's a way that you could use the Phantom Cloak against uh, Fantoon in some, in some way. Like, mm. you, like, using his own medicine against him, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, that would be really cool. Because the Phantom Cloak uh, outside of like the Emmy sections isn't really used for combat, and that could be like a chance to actually utilize it in a boss encounter in some way. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point because I think all of most of Samus's other abilities, whether they're like Aeon abilities or whatever it is, like are used pretty commonly in the boss fights. Like you have Flash Shift used pretty often. You have your Grapple Beam used pretty often. Um, Even the speed booster, yeah, which previously yeah. like wasn't really a boss battle item, if you know how to use it, you can do some serious damage to some of those guys. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think that's why, yeah, you have the Phantom Cloak be implemented against a boss who also does a similar kind of fighting and kind of fighting. Like that's that's actually a really good idea. I like that. The Phantoon um, Cloak. I just realized. Oh yeah! Boom. No one it saw it, but itself. I was just, I was just dabbing off camera. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well now we know and that's what matters um any other bosses that you think we would have liked to have seen or have some good ideas for showing up that if they did show up in dread i mean obviously i mean i love quadraxis from echoes but i don't think that would make sense at all for it to show up in dread as cool as that would be so probably best that it didn't show up i mean otherwise um yeah i don't know if i can really think of any like oh this one was a big missed opportunity i think i think for the most part uh dreads bosses pretty much deliver which that that's that's the one thing about this conversation is you know we're talking about all of these you know really cool ideas and like but i don't think that most of these are missed opportunities because as we talked about earlier dread oh, no. i think you know has easily the series best boss encounters like in total even though like my favorite boss battle isn't from this game like when you look at the totals of what it offers i think as one package this is the best selection of boss fights i i don't think you're far off there and yeah i mean aside from the fact that i do think it would have been great if ridley showed up yeah i, I don't think there's any really mi real missed opportunities here dread certainly delivers in the boss department and aside from like the central units really does a good job of having a diverse cast and fun uh, amount of bosses even if they are like you said a bit more combat focused or and sometimes like damage spongy and not really too focused on having like set patterns or like you know multi like layered patterns rather and like having more distinct phases kind of like raven beak does but still i think i think this game delivers overall there's a lot of cool gimmicks and and fights that you go into in this game other than the central units so definitely not any missed opportunities but it would have been cool because like Craig was kind of a character i didn't see coming and like okay like they explained it Craig gets captured for whatever reason blah blah, blah. i don't know like it would have been cool if they had some other characters show up in similar ways obviously they can't pack the game with too many bosses um one last boss by the way that i had on my list for this was the she goths from metroid prime I was trying to think of some other, yeah, I was trying to think of something that was a bit more, maybe a deeper cut, if you will. And I was like, well, maybe I'll pick something from Metro Prime 2 or Metro Prime 3 or maybe even Hunters. I was like, well, what if Goria works in some kind of way? But I thought the She-Goth would be really cool because I love that environment that you run into the She-Goth at first. Like, it's a bit more spacious and you have, like, the adult She-Goth and baby She-Goths to deal with. It would have been cool if you had, like, a boss fight where you're fighting both at the same time. And, like, you're fighting the main boss, the big She-Goth, and then, like, the baby ones are running around as well. And you got to deal with those and they kind of keep showing up. Like, that would have been a nice, like, a boss where you're not just fighting, like, you're fighting more than one boss character, but they're not, like, entirely just copies of each other. They usually have big and small ones, and they might have slightly different attack patterns rather than just being like, oh, we have Robo Robot Chozo Soldier, and then Twin Robot Chozo Soldier. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, That could have been a nice little... This is getting out of hand. Now. now there are two I of know. them. Yeah, like that's that would have been a nice little mix-up. I don't know.
Yeah, um, so I don't know if you heard that scream in the background when you said Goria, but that was actually Spire fan popping off uh, when you mm-hmm, brought up that mm-hmm. name. So yeah, shout out to our boy Spire, uh, the uh, yeah. our resident uh, Prime Hunters uh, competitive expert in the Omega Metroid Discord, which you should totally join, by the way. Really cool place. Absolutely. Um, I know we yeah. I know we agreed no Ridley talk, but I of all people am going to break the rules because I know a lot of people for Boss Rush in particular thought it would be really cool if we got like a secret Ridley boss like yes. at the tail yes. end. And I have to agree that would have been pretty hype, especially because I think what would have been really cool. So you defeat Ravenbeak, you think it's all over, and then the scene transitions, and all of a sudden we see uh, the classic gravity suit Samus, not the uh, dread suit. It's like the o- the OG old school gravity suit. And it's like whoa. What's this? What's going on? You're in this, you're uh, you're in this really hottish area, and then you realize, oh my gosh, this is Super Metroid Lower Norfair, and it's a Metroid Dread version of that Lower Norfair mm-hmm. bare knuckle brawl fight that, uh, which I believe is Andy's favorite of the Ridley fights in the series. Which hey, I, it's it's a really fantastic fight, so I can't uh, can't argue with him there. That would have been so perfect. Like I still think it would have been great if they brought back a robot Ridley. And they just rebuilt them in some way. Not the actual Ridley. Because I think the actual Ridley needs to stay dead if we're past that point in Super Metroid in the chronology. But bringing back Ridley, whether he's a clone or a robot or whatever, a robot or robot, a clone of clone, totally down for that. And I still would, because you know that one Emmy room, I think I posted about this on Twitter, and I know I did. I don't know why I said I think. I know I did. Where, like, you can tell they were, they, the Chozo were building something in the background of one of those big rooms and it looked like a big ridley with an arm cannon like how sick would it have been if you had that huge ridley robot boss fight better than ever 2.0 would have been so sick but 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 if you don't do that i think what you just laid down sounds really awesome like have a secret you know you beat i don't know you beat dread mode <laughs> boss rush or you beat the regular boss rush and then you unlock like something and like the next fight like fight you do is like an out of nowhere secret ridley boss fight because you got to have them like that would have been sick cuz then you don't have to shoehorn him into the main game and then this extra mode that is more gamey and arcadey yeah have ridley show up that's actually i think a great way you could have had a lot of these other bosses show up too and not necessarily have them worked into the story but i think if you're going to do that at ridley is the most apt choice to pick this is a really deep cut but it reminds me in the uh, star wars episode 3 video game for like the ps2 and the xbox and all that where after you beat the game where you obi-wan and anakin fight on mustafar after you beat the game you think it's over but then it transitions to the death star uh, in episode 4 new hope and you actually refight anakin now you know in his darth vader armor as old man ben kenobi it's such it's such a cool twist, and it's such a it's such a fun fight too. Back in the day, I definitely want to replay that now that it's a now that it's backwards mm-hmm. compatible on Xbox. But yeah, that was kind of the inspiration for that little segment. That would have been that would be sick. I love that that kind of trope there. Um, all right, so we named a bunch of bosses, ones we'd like to see back, or how they could work, and maybe they'd be thrown into boss rush mode or not. Uh, we did get a few questions here, so thank you everyone who sent us questions. Though, as I'm looking through these, we answered a lot of these questions having done our discussion. So, um, I'm going to throw one of these questions at you, Doom, because I don't think you answered it. I know I did, um, because Minneapolis King, shoutouts, asked us if you could have a fusion boss fight besides the SAX, get a revamp in Dreads Over the Top Style, who would it be? I said Ceres. I don't believe you said a fusion boss. So do you have maybe another fusion boss that you did? You said no to the Omega Metroid. So you're you're cut and there's no an SAX already been used. So oh, a security robot box robot. That was your pick, wasn't it? That would you go with that or maybe another fusion boss you'd like to see back? Well, I think well, I think Box and Ceres were both your picks, but then I just kind of extrapolated on those ideas. Okay. I didn't really those weren't my particular picks, but you I mean, accepted me. Yeah, exactly. Box robot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll say, uh, how about uh, Yakuza? I think it's a really mm. weird boss. Why not bring Yakuza back? Bring bring our Robo Spidey Boy and uh, Metroid Dread. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a cool like early boss fight. Just kind of throw that in there. Um, I mean, I think all the fusion bosses could have like you just brought them back as as, as X Parasite <laughs> uh, fights, whatever. Um. But Yakuza would be really sick. That'd be a nice, like, short, like, sub-boss kind of thing. I was also thinking, um, 
let's see, probably, maybe you fight the, uh, I guess it's not technically a boss fight, but <laughs> you, like, remember when you get into the, the boiler room, and you have to, like, shoot the scientist guy that's at the, the computer <laughs> screen <laughs> and there's another core x that shows up i guess you get the uh the uh, not the diffusion missiles the the wide beam i think yeah and <laughs> just have that happen again or whatever like you run into a human or you run into a chozo or something and you have to shoot them and it becomes a core x i've been fun little fight yeah yeah for sure yeah i i love little moments in that infusion like like for example when you're getting the uh the missile expansion or energy tank and then it like damages you and grow wings like i remember the first time that yes happened to me. oh yeah that's that's a really good uh shout there actually because that's a little fun little nod to fusion they could have done and that would have been that would have been sick i would have popped off for that too oh i would have laughed um, so hard if that happens <laughs> And you know what you could also do, because you, you talked about having the Terizo come back. We had this discussion, Andy and I, I'm not sure if you were there for this, but we talked about, um, we were talking about Fusion at one point, and we talked about Notori, you know, the big... Um, the one that you didn't realize was a Chozo statue <laughs> until we started talking about it. Yes, I just thought it was a big root or vegetable or something. <laughs> I just thought it was some plant. I didn't realize that it was a Chozo statue, but what you could have done... Maybe in this game is have like a Terizo locked in a a no pun intended vegetative state or whatever like like just held up all by this all this vegetation and then you you free it so to, you know whatever and then it starts fighting you as a regular uh, Terizo like that'd be that'd be kind of cool. I love it put it in a put it in a Gavron I feel like that would uh, it would make sense for that yeah you know what that's what you could do you could have them. Um... Maybe you could have it powered off in in a Gavarin, and you pass it. You know, you pass it a few times, kind of like kind of like the blue Emmy when you go through uh, that zone. But then after the X come out and they uh, corrupt some of the local vegetation in the area, and it corrupts it, and that somehow powers it on. Also, oh, that would be that would be super cool. I like that. I'm on board. Absolutely, that would be really sick. Um, let's see who else had given us some questions. We kind of we kind of covered this, but. Um, do you, I, I guess you, I feel like you skewed towards the, uh, the first answer here. Do you wish Dread took a more puzzle heavy approach to boss battles centered around, you know, necessary weapons like Prime or glad they stuck with like the fast missile pumping approach most other 2D Metroid? This is also from Minneapolis King. And I know you mentioned that you like that from Prime where you have the different patterns and, and, and phases and then like different weapons and, you know, little mechanics there. But do you think that Dread made the right choice by going with a more combat and just like fast-paced missile pumping style, or do you think it should have leaned more towards what we see in Prime? Oh yeah, I like the uh, Dread approach for sure. I mean, like I said, like this is my favorite collection of boss battles, and you know, like I said, while I would have liked maybe one boss battle or one more boss battle that had the more uh, multi-layered puzzle approach, um, the fact that we did get the more um, combat oriented fight with the new dread mechanics and I mean that's the key word right here it's those new moves and those mechanics and dread that make this work so well because for me combat has always been fine in Metroid but it's never been the selling point for me but dread is the first game where that combat is on the same level as the puzzles puzzles and um, stuff like that and it's not because the puzzles are downgraded on the contrary they're you know the puzzle, the puzzle solving, and the and the uh, searching is upgraded a lot in this game, and those boss battles are on par with that at the same time, and so that's what makes those boss battles so unique and what makes it work so well. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, just kind of reiterating again, while I would have liked to see maybe a boss or two utilizing that, the fact that we didn't, I don't think compromises uh, Dread's overall um, caveat of bosses, so to speak. Finally, P Dos, uh, P Dog, sorry, P Dog asks us, "What is the n ideal number of bosses in a Metroid game?" And I'll extrapolate on that a little bit. Do you think Dread had the perfect number or ideal number of bosses for a Metroid game? Do you think there could have been more? Do you think there should have been less? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think so. I think the standard Chozo soldiers, not necessarily the Robo Chozo soldiers, but you know the one. The standard ones that are corrupted by the mm -hmm. X. I feel like those were reused just one too many times. And I think maybe one of those should have either been cut or replaced by some other sort of boss. But 
Otherwise, I think Dread's um, number of boss battles are fine, and so I think, um, I think, you know, a similarly sized Metroid game that has those kind of bosses is, you know, about my preference. I agree. I, I, and you made a good point because I thought like, okay, if you really think about it, like there are more boss encounters than there are bosses because there are a couple reuses. So like if you, if you could, and even like there's 12 bosses in boss rush mode, two of which are actually literally duplicates of each other. So there's really 11. But then if you get rid of maybe a central unit and you change a couple of those extra robot Chozo soldier or Chozo robot or Chozo soldier boss fights, into unique bosses, you'd probably be closer to maybe 14, 15 bosses, maybe 13, 14, which for a, a Metroid game is a pretty decent amount of bosses. Like I'm thinking of, there are other other Metroid games that have a good amount of bosses. I think the Metroid Prime games are the ones that seem to have the most. You know, other 2D Metroids don't stack up as much. Like other M is a good amount. Actually, Fusion has a decent amount as well. Um, hits around 13 or 12 bosses. So I think that's like the sweet spot is like 13 to 12 to 14, 13 to 15, I think is the sweet spot there. And if you could have less repates, the better, you know, like Metroid Prime 2, if you're counting unique bosses, I think has like 14, 15 corruption, same thing. It's games kind of like zero mission, obviously the original Metroid and uh, return of Samus, like unique bosses doesn't have, I think too many. You just have a lot of repeats. Um, the original Return of Samus, same thing. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, I think that they've hit the sweet spot here, where you just have the good amount, have a good amount of bosses around thirteen to fifteen. But I agree, maybe less repeats. Like, don't need to fight the Chozo soldiers four times individually. Um, don't need to fight five different central units. Emmys though, I think Emmys the the all the different Emmys though, like was that ultimately made for a solid round out of the what I would consider the boss lineup, even if the game doesn't consider Emmys being bosses. But even then, if you count all the repeats you get in Metro Dread, Metro Dread has a lot of bosses. And you cut down on those repeats, you're you're really solid. Yeah, I I 100% agree there for sure. Well, all right, uh, we talked a lot about bosses in in metroid dread we talked about the the update we talked about what we wanted to see in the game if we had our way in a different manner and uh yeah we we went through a couple questions as as i kind of said i was looking at these and like these we answered a bunch of these questions already so that worked out we will do a more fully fleshed out q a episode i'm sure in the near future um, it's been a little bit since we've done one but we also did a couple in a short amount of time recently as well so We'll see when we get to one, but we'll certainly give everybody some more time to get some questions in, and it won't be limited to a single theme. Um, also to look forward to, by the way, obviously we're hoping that Andy gets better soon, so we're going to be looking forward to Andy feeling better as soon as he can, so we'll see him back on the show, hopefully by next week. And we're going to be talking about, if not next week, definitely in the near future, but I think it might be next week, we're going to be going over... Um, Unless things change, plans change, you know, plans change. At the moment, we want to discuss, I would like to go into, you know, Andy did an article recently on the website talking about should Samus be the next protagonist of the next Metroid game or not? Should we have her as the antagonist? Um, and how could Samus work as a better boss fight as opposed to what we saw in, like Federation Force? I think that'll be a really interesting topic to go into. Uh, you mentioned E3. We have summer games fest and likely a nintendo direct coming up at some point so who knows we might get metroid prime hd and metroid prime 4 news or one or the other probably the the former i think i am soon. so excited for june i just want to yeah just want to point that out i it, june cannot come soon enough a month and a half away man a month and a half away so we are getting close to potentially more more metroid news what a time to be alive and also, we have an episode in the works on the history of the Space Pirates. We're going to be talking about the Space Pirates from beginning to end, going into uh, the different details of their history, and talking about whether or not we'll see them again in a future Metroid game. So we have a bunch of things lined up in the future. Um, with that said, with that said, we've hit just a bit over the hour marks. I think it's time to wrap things up, even though I have been wrapping them up for a little say, bit. I say, I think Dak is ready for bed. <laughs> 
I'm 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 ready. It is one twelve in the AM for me. But uh, I was glad we did a little late night in Metroid here, which was fun. So I want to thank you, Duminal, for joining me on such short notice, but also later at night. Maybe not for you, but I mean, I would say it's also a bit later for you now. So thanks for taking the time on your Monday night to join me. Not a problem. Always a pleasure to be a part of the Omega Metroid discussion. And you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little, I was a little nervous going to this one. I was like, can we really do this for a whole hour? But yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think we had a very nice discussion. Got a lot of cool ideas going. Overall, very productive and a lot of fun. Always, there's a lot of episodes where I'm like, can we do this? Can we make it? And then we surprise ourselves. So I'm hope I'm hoping that people at least enjoy that aspect. That we at least always try to hit that hour mark if we can, and I think we do a pretty solid job of that. I think that our 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 rate of hour or more is pretty high, so that's good. Um, other than that, if you haven't check us out on OmegaMetroid.com, our new website where we have guides for the games, uh, different posts on community content and Metroid news and editorials and more. You can also check out the podcast overall there. If you're not already listening to it as via the website, you can check out the podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts and more on Spotify, on Amazon, on Google, and tons of platforms. We are pretty sure we're on, we're on pretty much all of them. You can check out the website. You can check us out on your different podcast platforms. You can check us out on social media as well. We're, um, what, at Omega, at Omega Metroid Pod? Jesus. On Twitter. Check us out. Um... You can also find myself at at DaxCity underscore, Doom at at DoomitalCross, uh, Andy at Spateri316. Oh my god, I should know. I should know without even looking what his, what his, I think that's it. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm hoping for it, but you know what his Twitter is. And you know he's going to be is. watching this later, just <laughs> he's his like, disgust. <laughs> I know, it's Spateri316, I know what I'm talking about. Um... Hey man, I don't have this as practice as he does. He's got it. He's got it down for over a hundred episodes. You know, I'm just a rookie compared to that guy and his intros and outros. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. You can check us out on the site. You can check us out on all these platforms. We're on YouTube. Shouts to Duminal again, who also does our YouTube uploads. So round of applause for you there as well. And yeah, we've got some stuff in the pipeline. More Metroid coming your way. We're gonna be doing some some cool stuff on on you know po on the website posting different we you know reoccurring posts and going into some other topics and yeah we have some other episodes in the works so stay tuned for that and thank you for tuning in here for this episode of omega metroid uh keep gaming out there gamers enjoy yourself some metroid dread boss rush update boss rush mode dread mode and uh what else has to come for metroid dread and the rest of the franchise throughout 2032 i can't wait i know you can't wait so thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next time